Hey there, everybody, and welcome back to Six Feet Under. We have got a game of Danger Patrol for you today. Uh, Danger Patrol is from the designer of our previous uh, uh, game, uh, Lasers and Feelings, and uh, likely to be future episode of Blades in the Dark, uh, John Harper. Yeah, I mean, hey, I, I backed it on Kickstarter. I've got to play it sometime. And if I play a game, I'm probably playing it for the show. Uh, <laughs> it's honestly the easiest excuse. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I googled John Harper and I got a pastor who died on the Titanic. So this is a different John Harper. <laughs> you would hope, wouldn't you? Ooh. <laughs> the ghost of John Harper. But now we're getting a hundred years later. <laughs> uh, uh, this is a game that is about uh, stepping up the danger in order to make yourself more able to meet it, but then the consequences hit back just as hard. So uh, expect a lot of high-flying, two-fisted, pulpy action, which is uh, exactly what we plan to bring you. And by we, I mean... Uh, Hello, I'm Gnome. I'll be GMing today. <laughs> fantastic. And uh, also from the regular crew, we have Garbad. Say hello and give us just a few sentences about your character. Hi, I'm Garbad, and I'm going to be playing... Uh, let me see, I wrote this down. Uh, the Billybot Gruffmaster 9000, who is a robot battle goat. Uh, he goes, and, and he's a fairly new robot, so he goes by... Billy the Kid, and he is definitely a radical dude who skates boards everywhere. Alright, and also we have Eliza. Welcome back to the show that you are regularly on. Mm-hmm. And uh, who are you going to be playing today? Uh, I'm playing Crow Simons, a, a psychic explorer who gets premonitions of things without any context, and then goes on a, a, some sort of exploration to uh, to find out the situation that would put her in that that place to begin with so basically tries to put herself in bad situations uh based on premonitions that she has because she probably has to stop them too so you mean you know there's there's some credit to that thinking but i'm i'm sure her dime store novels and uh ovaltine sponsored radio plays are all about heavy themes of predestination and, and fate uh real real serious stuff yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and sure. al- also from the regular crew, we have Poorweather. Hello. Hello. Who, who did you bring for us today? I have Tani Owl. <laughs> it's, uh, they are a mystic spy, and that's about all I know. <laughs> and that's all we really need to know. Uh, rounding up the regulars, I guess I should introduce myself. I'm Ironicus, your sometimes GM and often host of the show. And I have an alien professor who simply goes by the professor because he's not one for all this code name rigmarole. Uh, he's a, a bit of a standoffish guy, always name dropping people that should have been long dead and he couldn't possibly have met, but insists he did. Weird. Uh, now let's get to our two very special guests. Please introduce yourself as you'd like to be introduced. Hi, I'm Chip Cheesen. Hello. Uh, what do you do that people might uh, want to check out? I do lettuce plays on the internet. Uh, uh-huh. You probably know me uh, from all of my uh, uh, top tier Sonic Adventure 2 speedruns. 
Uh, and sometimes I talk about Metal Gear, but mostly Sonic Adventure 2. Mostly. That's the big thing. And uh, what's your character today? My character is uh, the Spectral Sleuth, a ghost detective who spent a lot of his time trying to figure out who murdered him because he thought it would allow him to pass on to the next life. But when he did, it didn't do anything. So now he's using his detective powers to find out what his meaning in life is. Wow, that, out, he that... just like fell down the stairs or something. <laughs> no, I, I was just thinking that wrapped up the uh, the side plot awfully quick. There, <laughs> <laughs> he's using his ghost powers to find out who killed him, and then he found out nothing really changed, and it kind of sucked. Yeah. Well, now we're in season two. You see. Yeah. yeah. Now, now it's all about finding his purpose in life again. Well, and on life. And we have not one but two very special guests. Please tell us who you are. Hi, I'm Violet. Hello. I am here to play Leslie, Leslie, Livid Leslie Chesterfield, the professional trying sphere player, and she's been called the most dangerous thing on two hover skates. <laughs> That's brilliant. And uh, if regu- you regular listeners are wondering why that voice sounds familiar, uh, Violet was in our first of two Costume Fairy Adventures games. And if you listen to the other two chats before that, you've probably heard that a couple times now. Yeah. And if you've never listened before and you still recognize that voice, I don't even... What? You must be friends. Then you're probably friends, which is great, because she, she's great and you must be great friends together. Okay. You might have seen me at karaoke. <laughs> I'm very good. As uh, exemplified by Costume Fairy Adventures. Uh, <laughs> but anyhow, uh, I guess I should turn over the reins to our... Others sometimes GM uh, gnome. So, what's the situation? Well, as we're... Right now we have a nice skyline view of Rocket City, the city of the future on Mars. It is a beautiful city with magnificent architecture that is completely impossible and illogical by today's standards. And we zoom out from the city and zoom out a little bit more until we see a Crimson Republic logo on the side of a missile, and we zoom (gasps) out and we see two other missiles heading Mm. straight for Rocket City. And on top of those missiles, we have some of our players riding on top of them. We have BillyBot Gruffmaster 9000 on top of the middle missile. And to the right, there's the Professor clinging for dear life on another missile, while Livid Leslie is surfing the third. Oh my giddy aunt, oh crumbs. And the dramatic sting plays. And then the opening theme starts. And we go to Last Time on Danger Patrol. What happened with everybody? What brought us here from last episode? Oh, th- this is our little montage bet? Yeah. Okay. Last Time on Danger Patrol. And uh, we-, we see uh, the dank caverns of an ancient old Martian ruined temple. And the professor has uh, a torch lit, and he's touching uh, the the carved uh, uh, characters of an alien language. And he says, turns to the side and and says, so they're not all gone. And who is he saying that to? Which one Uh, of the other players was with you? Hmm. I'll say... uh, Crow would be too obvious because she is an explorer. So I'm going to go the 
somewhere between most likely and least likely and say uh, the Spectral Sleuth is <sighs> the other one on that trip. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> I like that the Spectral Sleuth's existence so far is just... <gasps> Oh my god. <laughs> Despite being a ghost, I am very easily shocked. <laughs> just like constant reaction shots. There's the best detective. He's just like, oh my god. I can't what if believe the spectral it. sleuth the spectral sleuth literally looks like the sheet ghost. <laughs> so it's just a little sheet goat like putting like its little sheet nubs up to his mouth going, Oh my god. <laughs> The, the hole in the mouth really just cute. turns into a perfect uh, perfect circle. Just, Ooh. Ooh. Oh my god. <laughs> Just this like concerned little Halloween decoration. <laughs> Alright, Spectral Sleuth, tell us a scene that hap- that involved you last episode, and then tag another player in who will then tell us another scene and we'll go around the table. Okay. Uh so while we were investigating uh that, I also have an artifact that was related to that, a little orb. And the orb was actually guiding us to this. Uh, and the orb is actually was actually half an orb. It is a broken pair, and this broken pair has led us here. And this uh, orb is the key to opening this area we have gone to. Um, and this orb was originally found by the Tawny Owl. Oh. Our scenes are going backwards through the episode. <laughs> they are. <laughs> so far, I mean. Mm-hmm. All right, Miss well, Owl. Actually, Oh, go ahead. Oh, is, it, is it night time? Yep. Is it time for the owl? Yes. Yeah. What did you do last or episode? Previously. As a matter of fact, I stole this sacred artifact, this magical pair that would unlock this ruin, on one of my secret espionage missions to the Crimson Republic. And in what? an effort to undermine their operations. And who was with you to help you steal it? Uh, okay, I'll say that Crow Simmons was there to help me steal it. Uh, it's Simons, actually. Oh, oh, of course. My, my mistake. <laughs> um, what were we stealing there? Uh, the, orb? Magic the magic orb. Half oh, of the orb. Yeah, 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 okay. Well, uh, <clears throat> so, so, uh, in, in the, pro- <laughs> the, the chronology of this previously is really <laughs> fucked up, because now I'm like, to, like, We'll go, we'll go through after- it backwards. <laughs> well, no, okay, so I'm thinking, like, so, uh, so as they go to steal the orb, uh, Crow, Crow Simons is like, it's gonna explode! And everyone's like, what are you talking about? Just, You'll see later! <laughs> <laughs> and who are you giving that warning to? It's, uh, I believe it was to, uh, to Livid Leslie, actually. Livid Leslie has not gone and... Okay, yeah, it was you and, you and the goat, right? It's the last two? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alright. Yeah, Keep Livid going Leslie. backwards. So, we roll that back even further. What a season, what a season! Going to have to agree with you on that one, Adam. The Rocket City Hotshots against the Crimson Republic elites in a no-holds-barred match of the century for supremacy on the Trying Sphere Court? I don't think the DeCourcy Stadium's seen anything like this before. Or will it again, Phil? At least not for a long time. With Frederick Vassie playing center, Florence Trumper on goal? This was a dream team for the history books. And let's not forget Livid Lindsay on her mag-boosted vibrangle. Don't think I could, Adam. And I don't think those... Crimson Republic boys could either. Darn Skippy there isn't. You know, I thought the game was done for when the stadium's ceiling collapsed. Me too. Thankfully, that daring robot goat leaped in and kicked those slabs of concrete right out of the air. 
Amazing. Truly, I don't want to call it sabotage, but I sure hope those Crimson Republic boys didn't cause that to collapse when they saw they were losing. A sad day for the sport, if true. Well, for Clone Commentary, I'm Adam Phillips, and I'm Philip Adams, signing off. <laughs> Good night, folks. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That was I, did you did you write that or was that <laughs> no this, this is what she fucking does all the time i don't know why you guys don't invite her to every game well i might start <laughs> good gravy so yeah what's billy the kids previously on bit <laughs> so before that billy the kid is we just is keep doing going backwards a, is is doing a charity skateboard event where he is doing radical tricks and telling people, don't do drugs. And the professor is there explaining to kids why they shouldn't do drugs in a very dry and boring way, while Billy the Kid does these cool, like, 280 vertical landing on his horns kind of skateboard tricks. If you really is want to expand your mind, how many you should degrees visit rotation is? That's no, no, 280 rotations. Oh, okay. I thought it was a 280 degree rotation. I'm like, you would probably land at a weird <laughs> angle such Come that down. you could no longer continue skating. That is when his his extra skateboard comes out of his back. Ah, oh, that's fucked up. How many skateboards does this goat have? As many Enough. as needed. Enough. Enough's a good answer. So, GM, are those the elements you needed to put together? <laughs> I, I can't really follow this plot anymore, so we stole a thing from the Crimson Republic because they beat us in a sports game, and now no, they're no, shooting we missiles at us. And they tried to sabotage it. So, oh, so I think to recap was... last episode, the sports game was a cover for both your side and their side. They tried to sabotage the game and cause massive damage to Rocket City. Your side used it as a cover to sneak in and steal a precious artifact from the Crimson Republic. You took the Crimson Artifact to these ruins that it led you towards, where you found out a dangerous secret underneath this rock, the ruins of Rocket City. And that dangerous secret was that the ruins were actually a missile silo, and they were pr and activating it with the orb primed it for launch. Which leads us to our opening scene, where half of the group is back at the launch site, and the other half is riding missiles. But how do the missiles have a Crimson Republic logo on them then? Because they plant they they built the missile silo. They just built oh, it in. Oh, so it was like a double rooms. play. Like they anticipated that we would go and do this. No, no, no. They had it, they had it planned from the get go. That's, we what, that's what I were trying to counter their plan. They're it went just forward. that devious. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> counter counter plans as far as the eye can see. I, I, I kind of like that. So can we? If we sabotage the game, can we win? Well, just in case, we're going to create this missile silo and make it look like ancient ruins. <laughs> this is going to work. <laughs> the right. Crimson Republic operates in mysterious ways. <laughs> Alright, so I think we've got three missiles incoming. And it Aww. is three turns until they all hit the city. Missile one, this is missile two. Please come in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, to the people not riding missiles, uh, what are you doing to help right now? Like, how are you going to be? You you do have a ship with your crew um, that you could be flying, but I don't know if any of you are good pilots. Not that that means I you couldn't. I am an acceptable pilot. I think I actually bumped I... it up to all the way up to D eight. 
Yeah, I did. So I'm a pretty I'm acceptable also pilot. An acceptable pilot. Okay. You a D8 or a D10? D10. A D8. All right. All right. All right. I'm a D so soprano. you two and the spectral sleuth are in. What is the name of the Danger Patrol ship? The Kestrel. The Kestrel. Well, uh, majority bird. I think I think the ship would be called the Big Game. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Okay, you are flying the Big Game, chasing after the missiles, and that is the scene. So these missiles are going to take some work to take out. So who wants to try a thing first? I promised myself I wouldn't do this after Cuba. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, the professor is going to use his experimental gadget one to try to, uh, hack into the guidance systems. Alright, uh, actually I should mention two things quick. First of all, Danger Patrol has a loose initiative order, that is, everyone gets to take one turn and it doesn't matter the order you go, just once everyone has had one turn, uh, everyone gets, then does that, the bad things happen, then another turn happens. So... And then secondly, for your experimental gadget one and two, you can name those if you'd like. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Alright. Experimental gadget one is a uh, laser probe, obviously. Come on. Uh, And it's good at this sort of thing. It just is. So what sort of thing are you trying to do? Like, are you deactivating the missile mid-flight? Is that the plan? Oh no, because then it would just fall here on a different part of the city than the one it's targeting. That would be disastrous. <laughs> I'm trying to uh, change its guidance so that it attacks a, a completely vacant part of the, the Martian desert. Okay, so you just, just want it to get... fly past the city. You're trying to overclock the engine, basically. Basically. Alright. Or mess with the targeting, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Of course, the danger is that if this goes wrong, it's on a hair trigger uh, uh, to prevent uh, tampering. So it might just explode while my legs are wrapped around it and I'm turning white and green because this is not my preferred method of travel. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And I want another danger just so I can start the day off right. Um, Actually, no, I'll trust you guys. Hey, anyone want to put some more danger on this? Oh my god, a flock of birds! <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. And then I'm also going to add in that uh, your particular species of alien actually has isn't good at breathing very well, and this high altitude <laughs> is very bad for you. Oh no, you have asthma. Yeah, basically. Space asthma. All right. And I'm going to say this is a flyboy role, since you're piloting a missile. Oh, okay. <laughs> So you're at 2d8 plus 3d6. I got two successes and three dangers. <laughs> okay. Two hits on the missile, but then you also get three danger, and three danger is the most fun threat move. I get to introduce a new threat. Oh, heavens. <laughs> a fourth missile. You never considered that. <laughs> well, the thing is, two. geese are very tor- territorial, especially Martian geese. And Clearly. he just flew right through a flock of them. So now I'm adding a barrier threat. My good friend Fabio warned me this might happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
what? Just look, look up uh, Fabio Seagull, and you'll see what's going on. Okay. Yeah, it's a there classic now... 80s band of Fabio of Seagulls. <laughs> <laughs> there are now a couple geese on top of the missile that are actively attacking you. Which are preventing you from actually dealing with the missile any further until they're dealt with. Uh, Alright, who's next? I will go next. Alright, Billy. Leslie. Leslie! Yes! The only way we're going to be able to handle this is if we crash our missiles together. That's a really good idea. <laughs> this is gonna be so tight. Yes! We can jump off the explosion, it looks so cool! So... Uh, using my grap uh, magna grappling line, I am hooking the missiles together, and then I'm going to grab the line of my rope and jump off the missile and attempt to rotate around both missiles to draw them together. Alright, I'm game. Somebody, I, I, I'm pretty sure that's dangerous. Yeah, I think that's a daredevil roll. And use your mega grapple line, anything else? I'm fairly sure this counts as dangerous. Uh, but Just, you're you're doing it at a point where the uh, the overpasses are so narrow you can't possibly overshoot the jump, or else you'll slam into it. And if you undershoot, of course, it it doesn't work. You've got to thread that needle. I do have to thread the needle. Um, also, uh, I'm made of robot, and I'm using a magnetic line. So as I grab it with my teeth, there's a possibility that my tooth sensors will short out. <laughs> I know, my tooth sensors. <laughs> okay, uh, do I add D12s, D6s, what am I adding? Um, you add a D12 for your Daredevil, then you add a 1D8 yeah. for your Magna Grapple line, and if you want to use any other gear, it's 1D8 per. And then it's also okay. 1D6 per danger, so we have the base danger of you're jumping off of a missile over a city... Uh, plus the hairline, uh, thread the needle you have to do from a, that Ironicus added. And then the third danger from your magnetic line. Okay, so that's D12 plus D8 plus 3D6? Correct. Alright, this makes sense. Let's do it. Uh, that is three successes and two danger. So you take a reduced hit. So I'm going to say you slam into the other missile. You are now riding the missile with Livid Leslie. Um, so, and you take a reduced hit, so you mark off a bashed box on your character sheet. Alright, I have a plan. Let's hear your plan. Well, I saw the professor doing his, his controlling the rocket stuff, and I realized that's that's going to work. I'm going to control this rocket so that it turns sideways and hits the second missile. Now, I don't have a fancy gizmo, so I'm going to punch the rear end of it so hard that it spins around. <laughs> that's right. how rockets work. That, that is how rockets it, work. Yeah, that's that's action-reaction right there. Alright, so All right. what are you using for your stuff for that? Obviously uh, warrior a, for strength. Yes, and since I'm equipped with impact gloves, my punching is especially good. Alright. Any uh, other gear you want to use? Uh, that's the only piece that I'm going to use. Okay. Just and for an additional danger, uh, Billy the Kid is flying towards you. While you're doing this, yes. That's going to be dangerous. And uh, also, I mean, to get the necessary leverage to do this, I kind of have to, like, stand up. On a missile? To get a good punch. Yeah. 
And it's kind of on the side, because I'm trying to punch it to the side, so uh, this is an extremely perilous way to stand. I'm going to add a danger dice for what Ironicus added danger dice for Billy the Kid. You are currently right over knee, over an interstate, so this could go very poorly if your punch doesn't turn it correctly. It could only go great. Yeah. That's a d12 plus a d8 plus 3d6. I believe... Do you want some more danger? Nah, I'm good. Okay. Alright, that is two danger... Um, I'm going to say you break your impact glove, so take a bash. From punching so hard, so your hand hurts. My impact gloves. You'll get it back later, probably. Just need some repairs. I got those from my mom. <laughs> but you also After get three I successes. First tournament. Which I'm going to say is enough to defeat one of the two missiles. But now, missile two and three are tied together by the magnetic line. So you punch it towards the other one. And they fly together, and now they are a bundled missile, so you only have one missile to deal with. They didn't explode each other. This was a brilliant idea. I high-five Leslie, or I high-five uh, Billy. I also high-five Leslie and Billy. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, and then we have our three in pursuit. What are you going to do to help with these missiles? Or the attack birds? I have no crumbs. It was just an exclamation. Oh, crumbs. Never mind. <laughs> Does our ship have, like, any sort of weaponry, or is it just, uh... uh whatever you need. Whatever we need. Uh, has anyone got any ideas? We could we could try to... Try to attack the attack birds, put them on the defensive, because I, I know that'll work, because they're not defense birds, they're attack birds. That's a good point. That's Once we put them point. on the defensive, it's all over for them. Uh... We need something pretty small, though, because if we shoot too big, we'll hit the missile and then probably kill the professor. Eh. It's fine. I've died eight times already. You can always shoot the ghost at him. It's true. However, I had, hey. a oh, yeah. I, I had a different ghost idea. What's that? I want to be thrown at missile the combo missiles two and three. And as a ghost, just pass through the missiles and then tear out the detonation mechanisms. Because I can still, it says on here, I can still touch stuff, but I okay. can't pass through things. Yeah. I want to get, I want to get thrown at those missiles. All right, that sounds good to me. All right, so I think now we're using Take the away. helping rules. Is how this works. Someone help shoot him at the missiles. Um, how helping works is every hit that you roll is added directly as a hit to their next roll, but you take mm -hmm. all the danger that you roll. I see. What would you uh, need to roll for this? Uh, commando is the shooting stat. I'm terrible at commando. Or you could use Flyboy to... to fly him into position that he could jump. Yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot that? more sense. Yeah. We're both terrible commandos, so. <laughs> and you're both decent well, Flyboys, so whichever one of you wants it. Let's just stick to calling it Pilot IMO. Yeah, we'll call it pilot. Sorry, yeah, pilot's probably a no, bit of okay. a yeah. I can see why they changed it in the new version. I, I yeah. yeah, I do as well. Um, all right, you wanna you wanna do that then? You wanna take care of that for me? I trust I trust oh. you're flying more uh, because I saw. <laughs> why? Why would you I, possibly think that? Because I I, uh, I saw a vision of you doing it. So. Oh right, is that the reason? <laughs> is that yeah. the reason? Yeah, that's the reason. Okay, Just trust then. me, I definitely did see all a right. vision of you piloting it. Okay, good. That's what do I need to roll? Uh, you roll your flyboy stat is d8, and then you tell us any of your gear that you want to use, which is all the stuff on the bottom, like Eldritch Energy, Secrets Man was not meant to know, micro gadgets, spy oh, drone, right. those things. Let me get my things. list of that up. 
Where is it? Okay. Um, yeah. On your those on your character sheet, you can mark off up to three of those on a single roll. I see. Let me let me just get this going. Yeah. My PDF seems to have crashed. That's great. Great. Nice. That's lovely. Let's refresh this. And then aside from your gear, you can say ways that what you're doing is dangerous, and every single one that you mention adds another d6 to your roll. Alright, that's fair. Um, okay. Uh, I'm flying a ship right now, right? Yes, you are currently... I can probably use a spy drone to, like, kind of, uh, you know, uh, get a, have a better idea of where I'm going or where I'm trying to move the ship. Makes sense, yeah. it. Uh, um, I... How how broad can we use these? Like how as broad as you'd like. I mean, like maybe if I. Uh, also, if you I mean, think you won't ever use one, you can replace. If I stick my rocket pack on the ghost, then that'll that'll speed him up, right? Yeah, clearly. That's, that sounds great. <laughs> and um, you said I could use maximum of three, right? Did you say that, or did you just up to three? In my head? Yes. Okay. And everyone um, adds a d8 to your roll. Great. And my and uh, I'm not sure how. Uh, just remember with equipment uh, during interludes, you can only refresh three. So yeah. Oh, I'll just stick with two then. Yeah. then. Better to be. And how can I make it more dangerous? Uh, well, I guess the most dangerous thing is how close I fly to the missiles before we, before we do it. So because you know if we get too close, it'll obviously detonate and blow us all all to pieces. Yeah, you so don't want to hit the missiles. Close. Yeah, that would be bad. And obviously, this is probably a very quick move situation, and we probably can't be very delicate, but I suppose we can try anyway, so we'll just sort of, we'll try and get in as close as possible. Uh, anyone else got any ideas? How, I can't think of any ways to make this more dangerous. Um, got any ideas? It sounds like the missiles have already reached the city, so you are currently flying between buildings while also trying to get close to a missile. Oh, that is dangerous. That That's that's very dangerous. It's extremely dangerous. What if you shoot the ghost at the professor? <laughs> He's trying to shoot the, profe- the ghost at you guys, actually. Oh, what if you shoot... Oh, well, yeah, we'll be fine. How can we make this more dangerous? Well, to be honest, the truth is I'm actually a helicopter pilot, so I have no idea what I'm doing with this. I'm just completely (laughs) improvising. (laughs) Perfect. You want even more danger? Go for it. Also, uh, you didn't have time to adjust the seat to yourself, like, your height before this. So every turn is at risk of of snapping your neck, because car safety is very important. Oh, that's that's lovely. I think that's enough danger. So she we're never at checks her mirrors. Plus forty-six. Let's go. I mean, that's pretty good, right? Kind of. Uh, three successes and four dangers. Oh. So at four danger, you take a full hit, um, which is honestly oh. fine for you because you're still in the first s- section of danger. So that's oh, just uh, that's just a bash box. You're pretty fine. That doesn't even hurt you. That's, that's good. But you also gain a power point for moving past the power dot on the danger meter. The professor also see. has one. Does this work? Yes. Um, you are currently in position. So Spectral Sleuth will have an easier time. He gets three successes added to his next roll. Man. Go for it, Spectral Sleuth. All right. So what am I rolling for this? What is your action? Yeah, what are you doing? Uh, so I am, I am going to jump and pass into the inside the missile to pull out like the detonation mechanisms. Um, a case could be made for a number of stats. Uh, 
Daredevil for the fact that you're jumping out of an airplane to do this, except you're not too afraid of death because you're kind of already there. Yeah. Um, Perf- agent professor. could be made for the fact that you're trying to be precise and basically calculated about this. Mm. Or Professor for knowing how a missile's mechanisms work. Hmm. Uh, I think I'm going to with, go with Agent. Yeah, Agent is the sabotage okay. stat, so that feels most appropriate to me as well. Okay. Um, let's see. Oh, God. Do I even need... Okay, so because this is a, a help, the previous, you know, it was helping me with their actions, so am I taking all the danger from oh, their role? she took the danger. You get oh, all she the successes. Took... Okay. Um, so the I'm going to... accounted for. Okay. Um, okay, I want to make this a little more dangerous. Um, so I can up, add up to three? You can add up to three danger dice, and you can also add up to three of your gear from your sheet. Okay. Um, Probably Poltergeist see. is helping you, because you're doing ghost things. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to say this is... Oh, no, Okay. I was going to say I was going to use the rocket pack, but I already have a rocket pack. Never mind. Um, so this is going to be even more dangerous because uh, jumping over as a ghost, uh, I get blown around in the wind like uh, a plastic bag. So I'm going to have to try extra hard to maintain um, uh, my, my ghosty self in a way that I don't get carried away by the wind. I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> I'm just going to have to face my, my head a little more towards the wind so it doesn't go underneath me, because if that happens, I'm done. Yeah, you just fly away. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so... Would you like another danger? Uh, yes. Oh, okay. Um, these missiles are what killed you. It's emotional danger. Just facing oh my them. God. You're, you're... These specific missiles have these somehow spe- come back. <laughs> Your, your ectoplasmic heart is seizing up with fear at the memory of, of being killed. Oh my you god. You originally died to missiles? Yes, okay. in a missile strike. Well, that <laughs> also is a nice because his talent. killed him, like, on its head a bit. It changes. Maybe that's why he didn't find absolution. That's why like really a government panel. He doesn't really have a body. It was like a military oh council that did it, so it wasn't really very satisfying. <laughs> yeah. The person I thought murdered me was actually a, a, a cover-up for these missiles, so that's the reason why I did Yeah, that's exactly why. I can't believe this whole time the missiles have been getting off scot-free. <laughs> <laughs> these missiles need to be in jail. Uh, it's a spectral sleuth shouts as he flies through <laughs> The ghost has the ability to get plus one hit in all action rolls and anything related to what killed him or what ties him to this world. Wait, really? Yeah, that's their that's the ghost's core talent. Oh, that rules. <laughs> so you get plus one hit before you even roll against these. So you're at plus four before we roll. Oh my god. So He's got a plus right? one against missile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just gave him a plus one versus missiles. That's... <laughs> and military okay. consoles. Whoa. Okay, so um so for the danger, that's 2d6 then? Yeah, 2d6 plus 1d8 plus 1d10 from Agent is what we're looking at. Okay. Uh, boop. All right. 
That is two more successes, which is enough for you to tear out the detonators from these missiles. They are no longer live. They are just yeah. flying hunks of metal. Kind of like Billy. Um, I'm going to say, though, you do take a reduced hit. Okay. And I'm going to say that's the emotional damage. <laughs> it's the emotional damage. Is there a, an emotional damage box on my sheet here? Uh, You're emotionally bashed. bashed. Okay. Um, how the damage boxes work is bash is nothing's heart. wrong, really. You're just, just superficial damage. Okay. Um, stunned means on your next roll, four or less are miss are danger, and five or higher is hits. Only for okay. your next roll. When you are injured, that applies to all of your rolls. When you are KO'd, well, you're you're unconscious. You're not participating. And when you are vaporized, you're dead. And that's the injury boxes. Okay. okay. Why do the injury boxes have two boxes and a line under them? Um, because you can be stunned twice, and you can be injured twice. And you can name your And you can injuries. name your injury. Yeah. Ah, okay. Okay, okay. You can, you can say, um, like, what is the result of being injured or KO'd, like I broke an arm, or whatever. Emotionally stunned. <laughs> Vaporize is something it has very much room for, like interpretation. No, not really. I'm emotionally vaporized. <laughs> hey, man. Actually, that I think that's the legit way to kill the spectral sleuth. <laughs> it's true. If I, it, it says here, if I become vaporized, like I just come back a few minutes later. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. So you can be as reckless as you need to be. Yes. But if you make the spectral sleuth the saddest ghost in existence, eventually it'll just. That doesn't, doesn't go, go away, away man. That, that'll <laughs> stick with him for life. For <laughs> Forever. More lives. Alright, and All right, Crow so is the last one to act. Crow Crow is sitting pretty pretty casually since, you know, Tawny Owl took took over the uh, the ship flight. As per her vision, of course. And uh, everything seems to be going okay. And then suddenly she's like Oh wait, this is when the explosion happens. <laughs> Oh no! As she suddenly, as she suddenly uh, this always happens. Professor's missile is what's going to blow up, and so she's got to swoop the big game down in there and, and scoop up the professor before, uh, before the, missile, the missile goes off. Yeah, before the missile goes off, and uh, of course she doesn't know the exact context for for like when like how the missile is going to explode, but she knows it's going to happen real soon. So uh, the idea is um, to. Set it on a trajectory, like, just slightly upward, like, over the city, and then, um, pick him up from it before it blows up, which, presumably, the the attack birds would be chasing him, so it would probably blow up the attack birds, too. Probably. Yeah, so that's, that's the, uh, that's the idea. Just, just clear off the birds, I've got this. <laughs> <laughs> so that would probably be, uh, the pilot. Yeah, pilot roll. Yeah. Yeah, so that'd be a D8. And then... Let's see here. I knew um, this would happen. I can, I can use anything from, yes, from Psychic or Explorer, right? Yep, up to Gear-wise, that, does that just that just adds a dice? Those add Every one of those you mark adds a D8. You can add up to three. And then you can also yeah. add up to three danger by saying ways that this could go wrong or ways that right, this is right. difficult. Okay, so... Um, first of all, yeah, I knew this would happen. Uh, would be one of the gear. So hold on, what are the the gear that have like two pluses next to? Like, what uh, does you that can mean? use them twice. Oh, like in, in one roll, I could use it twice. 
just no, just or in general. Like you could use psychic energy two times. You can use it once to add one okay. d8 to one roll, or you can use it twice to add two d8 to a roll right away. All right, all right, all right. So these are just very limited resources. I can no longer use. I knew this would happen if I use it until now. it refreshes. Yes, and okay. we'll have and, a chance what... to refresh it in a little bit. Okay. Uh, in that case, yeah. So I knew this would happen. I can't really think of any other gear that I could use yeah, here. Fine. We could just go to straight to dangers. Yeah. Oh wait, no, hold on. Maybe the uh, maybe the utility belt. Utility belt a, is uh... a good catch-all for everything. Yeah, I figured the utility belt probably has like a like a like a wire or something that uh, the professor can grab onto. Okay. Sure. Yeah. So so those are the two things I'll be using, and then um, obviously, I mean, if if I'm using the utility belt uh, for the professor to grab onto, that's the whole weight of uh, the professor. And like the sudden, like you know, jump and 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 grab and climbing up, and that's uh, that goes wrong if if uh, if I don't have enough like balance, I could I could just go flying right off the side of the big game, <laughs> right out the door. And then you'd both be in trouble. Yeah, so that's pretty dangerous. Um, obviously the danger of of uh, doing this wrong, getting there too late, and the missile blowing up. Yeah. Uh, and what too- if the attack birds fly into the engines? <laughs> yeah, see, that's that's super dangerous. Or what if they fly like, just right into the ship, you know? Just yeah. right through the door and start attacking us while we're trying to chill out. Awful. So yeah, that's, uh, that's what, three danger? Yeah. Alright, three danger, two gear, and then my D8 for... Flyboy, or for pilot, sorry. For pilot, yeah, alright. I'm so reading what's in front of me. <laughs> roll 3D8 plus... 3D6. 3D6. Alright, so I got... Three failures and three successes. Three danger. So you so, go yeah, up three, three points dangers. on the danger meter, which gives you a power token. Yep. Uh, I have um, been there, done that. You've been from one end of the solar system to the other and seen it all. Once per scene, you can re-roll the failed dice in a roll by narrating a quick flashback to a previous adventure when you dealt with a similar situation. So, um, oh, I'm you say also so- get plus one hit against weather, ruins, traps, and beasts, and the attack birds are definitely a beast. Okay, so that, that makes that one a success then, right? Uh, no, you just get plus one success to your total. Oh, okay. So, um, then you Wait, also. So, so I, 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 I'm, I'm gonna honestly, like, I'm gonna stop for saying I don't like a hundred percent know the full mechanics behind rolling dice. Like, is that uh, three just... or less is danger, four and higher is hits, and most right. things. Add hits to your total hits. Oh, so just oh, so do one plus. Okay, okay, so it's just adding a straight up extra. Just an extra success. Hit. So instead of three successes, I I have four, but I still have three danger also. Yes. Okay. Then okay. The that other makes ability. Sense. Gotcha. Gotcha. To reroll one of your d8s. Yeah, and so um, this actually reminds me of uh, of a different time a uh, long time ago where I was um, I was in some uh, some some old caverns. And um, some uh, some <clears throat> cavernous uh, cavernous attack uh, geese mm-hmm. down there. They were um, it was like a whole clan of them, and they were really they were starting to uh, you know organize and, and start a lot of trouble. The cavern yeah. geese of N- Neptune are fearsome creatures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cavern exactly. Yeah, you've and heard labor unions are nothing to joke about. Yeah, and I actually incidentally drove a missile into their cave, so... <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's more similar That's than you how think. how you get them. Absolutely it's... ruined their symphony, but these things happen. 
<laughs> All right, so there was a... I just re-rolled that one, which was a D6, right? Uh, you could roll any one of your dice, and one of your D8s did roll dangerous. You could roll a D8 for a better chance okay. of success. Okay, I thought it had to be like specifically a dice that yeah, was just related re-roll to... one of them. All right, in that case, I'll roll the D8. Yeah, success! Which is a success, so that brings you That's down to only two danger. Five hits and two danger. All right, you take a bash. All right. And actually, then you don't get a power token since you only went up two danger instead of that's three. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. You'll get there eventually. Yeah. And bash is just kind of whatever damage, right? Uh, yeah, it's just it's superficial damage. Yeah, okay. So, uh, maybe like an attack east got caught in the line for a moment. Yeah, it was just, just enough to uh, like cause cause uh, me to lose my balance, like bump my head or something. Yeah, you caught yourself though. Yeah, it was fine. All right, so you have rescued the professor and brought him back to your ship. All right, so we are down to we're now on turn two. Um, nothing. Well, I'm actually I'm going to count that against the attack birds. That was that was a threat. That was you dealing with them a little bit, saving the professor from them and the missile. Mm-hmm. So the attack birds are still swarming the missile. You can't do anything about this missile since the attack birds are still covering it for some reason. Oh, nuts. Um, <laughs> and now the timers hey. on both of these tick down. So next, at the end of this turn, missile one will explode and cause a disaster if it isn't stopped. Missile two and three, their combo still has plenty of time before it hits. And it won't explode when it hits, but it's still two flying hunks of metal hitting us in a metropolitan area. Hey, Leslie. Collateral damage. Yeah. Yeah, Billy, what's up? We need to take care of that missile before it explodes. Let's That's a good a, idea. Let's throw them a hail Leslie pass. Yeah. So since I'm coming up with a plan, I'm going to use commando. Okay. And I'm going to punt livid Leslie to the attack birds. All right. So... Uh... I'm going to say that I'm going to use two dice of robot strength. Uh, Obviously, this is dangerous because not only am... Well, danger one is I am kicking somebody towards a missile. (laughs) Uh, Danger two is I am jumping up in midair to kick someone towards a missile. Uh, Does anybody want to throw another danger at me? Um, there's, you're still flying through a city and you might hit or hit a building on the, in the way between the two. I may actually hit a building. So that's uh, 1d10 plus 2d8 plus 3d6. Can I add anything else to this? You want another danger? Can I have another danger? So, uh, Leslie's reactions as a pro fighter are such that being kicked in the back to center flying, she will automatically lash out. So it is possible that she might just elbow you in the back as she's sent soaring. Oh, and this is this is a this is helping livid Leslie deal okay. with the problem. So all of your hits will add to her hits. Yes, and I am accepting all of the danger. Yep. Okay, so that's uh, commando, two items, and four danger. Yep. Correct. Can anyone else add a danger? Uh, you could add one more. Uh. Oh god, I just saw the Spectral Sleuth and I got startled at just the last second. Oh, my <laughs> god! Oh, so spooky. I'm so sorry. I, I got I, I got somewhat I I'm I'm somewhat startled. All right, 1d8 uh 1d10 plus 1d8 plus 1d8 plus 1d6 plus 1d6 plus 1d6 plus 1d6 plus 1d6. Go. <laughs> 36. Wait, that's not how the system works. 
Uh, I One, got two, three, four, five, like no six danger. successes and two danger. Another bash box for you, and you're up to four danger, which gives you a power token. However, all this aid on Livid Leslie's next move will be incredible. Something, yeah. <laughs> One, yes, two, three, four, five, six successes added to Leslie's next roll. That's good. All right, Leslie, show them why you're the sports champ. So flying through the air uh, towards these birds, I take out my mag-boosted vibrangle. That's not a, a very word. powerful weapon. <laughs> and I'm going to take down all of these birds with a classic backhand swing. So I'm I'm guessing that will be warrior. Oh yeah, yeah, you're fighting the crap out of those birds. Okay, plus one for my uh, mag boosted vibrangle, and uh, I'm gonna say plus another one for surprise move because these birds didn't see this coming. No, I hope they didn't. Jesus Christ! So it was the vibrangle and surprise move for your gear. Yep. Okay, and what's the dangers? Uh, the danger <laughs> is one, I'm flying through the air at these birds, so I, if I don't manage to get my footing on that missile, I will keep flying through the air. You'll be fine. And fall to my death. Or at least my pain. Yes. At least at least a bashing damage. At least. And, uh... I'm gonna add the danger that, um, there is still hover traffic in this area. Like, you were just passing over the interstate right now. Oh god, these guys don't understand friggin' pedestrians' rights at all. <laughs> and I all think right. I will just go with that. Alright, so you got a D12, 2D8, 2D6. Four successes and one danger. Okay. Uh, a total of ten, ten successes. successes. <laughs> ten successes. Alright, so how uh, one danger works, I haven't actually used the one danger effect yet, is I get to escalate a threat. Um, I put a d6 on top of a threat, and the next time someone deals with that threat, they have to roll an extra danger dice that cannot add successes. Cool. But the attack birds are destroyed. Uh, they're gone. Fantastic. All right. Wait, you mean you mean the fucking 12 successes somehow took them out? I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, I was thinking it would be kind of cool if you went flying, like, after taking out all the geese in the air, and went flying through a building window, but actually you only rolled, like, one danger. So you landed yeah. the missile just fine, which is actually more dangerous, which is well, why it got escalated, because it's about to explode. Is I go flying through the building, and I just slide through, jump out the other side of it, and land back on the missile. Perfect. Perfect. Yes. And yes. you leave a bunch of attack bird bodies lying throughout the office building. <laughs> well, actually, it's a cookery that specializes in fowl, <laughs> so they're freaking jumping with joy. <laughs> it was the corporate offices for a, bur a KFC sort of chain. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Somebody so was like, go. what kind of bird could we have that would make people really go wow, and then like a huge, <laughs> a like of course, all these geese started falling on their tables, and they're like, yeah. And, and they their high company five. goes bankrupt because they can't pay for the repairs. <laughs> oh, Leslie, a uh, Leslie whirls around and gives Billy the double thumbs up. Perfect. Billy the kid can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. It's time to reveal what the professor was working on during that whole bird attack. Uh, everything that's happened, he, he decided that piloting the missile clearly wasn't working. The missile needs to pilot itself. Uh, 
So he's been trying to uh, reverse the polarity of the uh, altimeter so that instead of driving down into the city, it flies up because it thinks up is down. Ah. And, and will eventually explode harmlessly in the upper atmosphere of Mars. Okay. Uh, so I'm assuming you're going to tell me that's a professor role. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and this is a... Uh, he's using a small network to remotely hack the altimeter uh, that includes uh, wiring his wrist communicator into uh, uh, the missile, which is what he was doing before he got rescued, uh, and firing his remote control with... Uh, instead of Experimental Gadget 1 and 2, I'm just going to call it an Experimental Gadget with two charges, because it's essentially the same. Okay, so you're just using the laser probe again? Yes. The laser right. probe does many things. So that's uh, three equipment dice. What were the first two? Sorry, I was adjusting uh, danger meters. Remote control and wrist communicator. Oh, perfect. That makes sense. Uh, and one danger is that um, if it uh, misfires, instead of guiding it straight up, it'll just guide it straight down. And this is the worst place for a missile to land. Yeah. Uh, and another danger is that it, it, if it goes too well, then uh, Leslie will reach orbit, and I don't think she's ever hovered from, from quite that far out. I'm sure she'd be willing to try. Oh, Send yeah. Send the orbit talk. <laughs> and then more danger. Uh, hover traffic is still pretty intense in this area. I'm going to keep adding that one as long as we're still flying right through this middle of the city. Okay. Does anyone else have another danger for me? A fourth danger die plus the the escalated one? Uh, you know that uh, that uh, what did you use to what did she do to, to like she gave you like a wire or something to grab onto? Yeah, I'm I'm grappling hooked into the big yeah, game. Yeah, so you have a grappling hook like attached to your coat, mm-hmm. and she hasn't noticed you're still attached, and she just sat down, and the line was perfectly taut before she sat down, and it's just enough to move your hand, and you push the wrong button. Ah. Uh, well, let's hope it didn't matter. All right, so this is D12 plus 3D6 plus 4D6, and then the an extra bonus one, because it's extra dangerous. Yes. Uh, I roll the extra die. Oh, you, you do? Okay. You did? Okay, you already did? That rolled danger, so it's all good for me. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, four danger, and five successes. So is there any way I you. can take the danger for him? No. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Wait, I'm sorry, how much danger was it? He just gained four danger. Four danger. Do you want to take four danger? Uh, puts him up into the stun box. Not another power token yet. So not necessarily. Alright, hold on, I have a thing for that. I definitely want the five successes, though. If I can find my dang thing. Here we go, telepathic. Uh, you've connected the web of thoughts and emotions going on all around you. You can allow an ally to re-roll the failed danger dice in a roll by saying your, how your telepathic powers assist them. Raise your danger meter by one for every re-roll dice. That's so basically, uh, if, I'm understand, if I'm understanding this correctly, I'm taking some like you guaranteed can take one point danger, of danger yeah, to make for a every dice that you uh, re-roll. Yeah, you can take one danger for the chance of me undoing one of my dangers. 
And yeah. also potentially adding another hit. Potentially. So. Oh, yeah. let's do them all. No, I don't want to risk four danger. Okay. Because like, I don't. Wanna, I would just take. I would straight up take four danger if that if you reroll them all. So do like two. Uh, I can only reroll one because yeah, only, one only one of my danger roll, dice came up as. Oh, okay. Danger. All right. Yeah. All right. Well. So which uh, one was it? Which which danger dice was it? I want to think the of how t- I. I just wanted it, to like because I'm supposed to describe. It, it was how the I one held. where uh, we were attached by a taut line, and you didn't notice. Oh, so you did oh, notice. But, but then I did notice actually. <laughs> I was one step ahead of you because I saw I saw a vision that I would be tied up and it'd probably I'd have to do something. It was really vague. Anyway, I, I noticed, so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So I, I put my uh, I put my foot down and anchored myself and, and steadied us, and we're good. So that's now three danger and six successes on the first missile. Yeah, I think that is enough to defeat the first missile before it explodes in the city. However, as per the vision, it will now explode above the city. And liber- See that? Preserving the timeline. I, that was, I, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, and I will add a new threat to the table. boop I kind of like the dynamic of having a psychic that knows very vaguely some of these things that are going to happen, and then <laughs> us like actually preserving them happening. Oop. Hey, Leslie, you are now falling from the sky. Behind a box. Oh my god. Oh, never mind. That's cool. I like falling. Can we catch her with the ship? You could try to catch her with the ship. That would be a pretty good idea. I mean, that seems like the most sensible thing to do. Would you like to do that now? I mean, that you know, that seems like an option. All right. Oh, how hard is the roof of the ship? Like, just, just, that's probably not a question you should ask, is it? <laughs> metal? It's metal. That's, Some that's kind of probably metal. I have that's a feeling tough. that just catching them with the ship would not end very well for, like, their, their body. So I, maybe we can do it. Maybe we can contrive something. Um, does the ship have, like, oh, this, can it, like, open its roof? Can it like? Of course it can. Land directly Um, in a chair. (laughs) And she's like her whole thing is hover tech and being tough. So if anyone could take this, could take this, she could. That makes sense. Um, You know, um, there's not really much I can really do as a mystic that's out of the ordinary. Like if you could have out of like magical abilities or something. Well, you do have magical abilities. Also, I just realized that the Mystic's main ability is even isn't even finished. <laughs> yeah, I, I observed that. <laughs> Ritual magic should do something cool. I mean, uh, I'm gonna uh, yeah. I'm gonna give you an ability there, um, but you could use a ritual magic to assist anyone anywhere. You don't have Ass- to be with them to help them. Assist anyone? Oh, I see. Yeah, that's that sounds um, that sounds pretty cool. All right. Um. Well, what can I do here? Uh, hey, John Harper, you listening? Yeah. 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 Let's see. Um. Do we have anyone here with who's like pretty sturdy who could maybe catch them? Who else is in the ship? It's just actually it's just me and Crow, uh, Crow Simons in it. My costume looks probably the softest one, so I guess I should probably do it. Could try to soften her with the, her fall yeah. with the black mist of Malachar or whatever. That's, oh, that. You do have magic. 
is there like specific instruction for the magic, or is it just ma do um, magic? It's what you need it to be. And in fact, you can also oh. refluff if you don't want to have the Black Mist of Malakar as your main spell. That's just an example. You could rewrite oh. it to what you want your magic to be. Where that's, is this stuff? I couldn't find it in the book, like the magic stuff. Um, this is the magic stuff. It just you can get bonuses by using your magic. The same way oh. that other people get bonuses by using their hover tech or their spy or whatever. Well, I will use my magic to like expand the wings of my costume into something resembling like a pad for them to land on or something like that. Okay. And uh, that's, that should do it. And then I'll trust. And then I. I'm gonna mark Eldritch energy for that. Can I trust Crow Simons to pilot the ship while this is happening? Should do. Yeah. All right. Let's see what we can do. I already blew my uh, Phydra into my... Uh, well, let's... Uh, I guess I should probably use my uh, goggles and gas mask, because, you know, I should probably be wearing as much protection as possible for this before this happens. Okay. Uh, I should also keep my medkit on me, because, you know, that, that also seems like it could be could be important. Uh, that catch-all for all your spare gear is only oh, one plus. Oh, I see. Yeah, I think you've a... already used it, too. I, I, I didn't understand that for a minute, yep. but yeah, I see. So all those four things are just, like, bonus gear that you have one bonus for. Yeah. All right, I guess that's about all I can do. I guess I need to find a way to make this more dangerous. Let's think. Um, We've already well, mentioned that the ship isn't a soft landing. That's that's true. This will probably break, like shatter my neck and like then embed us both into, like, the bottom layer of the ship, so that's a danger. <laughs> that, that is... That's a definite problem. Um, you left also, the weapon systems on. Oh no! I that that's also that could also be yes. So now we're just sort of firing randomly into the in front of us, just, just causing a a wreck, a wreck of destruction just in all all in front of us as we pass. Potentially, you're trying to fly up, so you might be shooting yes. at the skyline. But I mean, there's a lot on the skyline. We might it's accidentally shoot city. them as they're falling. That's also a problem. <laughs> And I'm also uh, going to add in that Crow is currently busy with visions and all the stuff that she was just doing, so she isn't paying the most attention while piloting. You're doing most of the work still. And you're yes. also trying to catch Leslie. Chip is mainly on autopilot. Yeah, basically. Okay. Um, Do you like another danger? And... I will say that, like, since my character is currently facing, like, up towards the sky, and, like, there was just a huge explosion, she is probably kind of blind right now. Yeah, that works. Alright, so we're at the full five danger dice. probably can't see. What's your suggestion going to be, just out of curiosity? No, I was going to say that, uh, to keep arcane nonsense interfering with the Trying Sphere Court, Leslie's armor has, uh, arcane feedback built into it. So if it oh. hits magic stuff, it hurts the wizard. <laughs> of course it does. That's terrible. I guess we can keep it as a fluff danger. No wizards on the sports court. <laughs> right, Get out of here, then? nerds. Alright, so I think this is piloting for your base stat still. Because I don't know what else quite fits. Alright, All right, two successes on the D8s. That's a good start. There we go. There we oh. go. Only one danger in all that. That yeah, pretty well. Yeah. So I'm going to say, yeah, I think that you caught Leslie safely with no real repercussions. I guess the ship was high enough and she didn't have far to fall. That's good. You angle the ship so well that I actually, like, fall through it and land on my bed. <laughs> in I, the bunks in the back of the ship. 
Yep. Right. Stylish. So all that is left is Missile 2 and 3. And we have the Spectral Sleuth and Crow Simons yet to act. All right. Well, as a ghost detective, uh, I have an extensive amount of contacts. I know a lot of people. I happen to know some people who fly magna planes, who carry large amounts of uh, shipping containers. Uh, and I'm going to attempt to use my wrist communicator to talk to one of the currently uh, active magna plane drivers and see if they can fly over to the missiles and grab them and divert them from the city. Uh, but they're not particularly reliable. <laughs> of course and they are. And you might dial the wrong number. Yeah, so, okay, so I'm gonna... Okay, the first danger is they're not particularly reliable, so they might not be able to get here in time, uh, or they might just not answer the phone. Uh, two, I'm with my ghost nubs. I might hit the wrong numbers. <laughs> and oh no, call, the nubs! Accidentally <laughs> call Crow, and she's like, hey, what's up? No, yeah, as a ghost, as the a, underworld contacts. As a ghost, I don't have fingers. I just have these little nubs. I just I have like this tiny wristwatch just wrapped around it. It barely fits. <laughs> I had to pull the strap all the way. So are you using the underworld contacts and wrist communicator for your gear? Uh huh. Okay. Do you want more? Do you want more danger? Uh yes, always. Uh, just because they know who you are doesn't mean they like you. Oh my god. I feel like the, the the chances that you might get the one who doesn't like you on the phone. You know, like yeah. most of them do. <laughs> but there's one of them that's a real fucker. He's such an asshole. And you just gotta hope he doesn't pick up the phone. He'll, like, he'll send, like, 30 pizzas your way instead of any help. <laughs> 30 pizzas oh, no, to pizzas on the 2 missiles. and 3 flying over the city? Hey, no, wait a minute, that actually might help somehow. <laughs> New pizzas, plan, drop pizzas on the missiles. All the pizzas weighing the missile down are just gonna make it crash into stuff faster. <laughs> no, they'll soften no. the impact, they'll put them all in the oh, front, yeah. they'll stack them. I mean, now it's just going to be delivering pizza to wherever it crashes, so <laughs> people might get hurt, but on the upside, when they got pizza. people need to recover, they'll have pizza. If they, get, if they get pinned underneath wreckage, there's a chance the pizza might fall next to them. They'll be able to eat it, even if they can't have the use of their limbs. But well, it's like, it's like pineapple pizza, so it's even worse than... Oh no, another food. danger. <laughs> <laughs> get toppings that they hate. Uh... I've lost track of the danger in this situation. Just assume it's like 20 danger and we'll call yeah. it. This is detective for D12 plus 2D8, and I think we're full at a full 5D6 danger. Okay, so D12, 2D8, and 5D6? Yeah. Yep. Oh full my hard. god. Kablam. One, two, three, four, five danger! Oh shit. A disaster yeah, happens. Oh shit. Oh no! I don't have any way to save you from your your danger. <laughs> oh no! I stole it. All it's okay. Right. I'm a ghost. Sleuth just jumped up five points on the danger meter, putting him ahead. Congrats! You're winning the race. Oh man, <laughs> man! I want the most danger, and I am third to last. <laughs> yep, you're right in the middle. Okay. Um. That brings us ghost, 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 bad things. Okay. Now, a disaster is fun times for me. Less so for you. Um, the threat does the worst possible thing it can. A hero can mitigate a disaster by taking a full hit, then getting locked in battle with a new major threat. 
So, if you want, you could prevent this total disaster by taking all of the consequences of the missiles hitting something yourself. I can anyone do that? Uh, I think anyone can do that, yes. Any hero can. But he's the one here, although Billy the Kid also could. Yeah. I am here, and I am also a ghost. Yes. I am willing to put my ghost life on the line. I'm thinking, is the missile... As you're making the call... Um, the missile plows right into a skyscraper. And just your phone goes flying to the side and it crashes through the bottom of the building. Doesn't explode. You took out the detonators, but now you're pinned underneath a missile in a building that is structurally unstable. Oh no. So, the only person left to act is Crow, and the only threat remaining now that the missile has landed is uh, the, the building that is going to fall if you guys don't do something about it. Okay, how, how long do we have Sleuth on that one? is pinned in the rubble. No, I have to save that ghost. <laughs> <laughs> they somehow pinned the ethereal man. I was going to order 30, 30 <laughs> for that ghost if we got out of here. For some reason, 30 pizzas are in my future somehow. <laughs> Am I still in the ship, or uh, did right something yeah. happen with... Okay, okay, I wasn't sure, because I know that Tawny, Tawny Owl did something... All right, all right, all right, all right, okay. So, uh, I don't know what she did. I'm, I'm lost. Too much is going I, on. I, I, got I, I captured, I saved that part. I, who did I save again? Livid Liv Liv Leslie. Leslie. Yes, I saved Livid Leslie by opening the ship's roof. The room is probably filled okay. with lots of really rushing wind right now. Okay, it's probably cool. not comfortable. No, yeah. The way the kid is upside down and in midair where he wants to be. I don't even know what I'm going to roll yet, but I know that Crow has allergies, and so probably all the wind that's like rushing <laughs> through the 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 big game right now it's is, is going to yeah, it's going to risk making her sneeze. So that's that's one danger dice, and I haven't even decided my goal yet. Okay, um, so let's see here. I'm gonna I'm gonna glance around on my gear real fast. All right, kind of kind of of everything going on. So the big game is over the city. One of the missiles exploded in the sky harmlessly. The other missiles were disarmed but crashed into a building that is now collapsing. Spectral Sleuth was on the missile when it landed and he is currently buried under rubble. Billy the Kid jumped off of the missile and is now in the air somewhere. And the professor... Radical! (laughs) And the professor is still dangling below the big game. Oh um, yes, always with the dangling. So, so what does it, what does it mean if like my ability telekinesis? Use yep. the power of your mind to move objects and or hold something in place. Change the positions of up to three markers in the action area. Does that like in- include like you the can building put itself? In other threats, you can rearrange blocking threats. You can just sort of rearrange the field how you like. Like so, I could use my telekinesis. I could spend my point and use telekinesis to. Like lift the building back up enough for Spectral Sleuth to get out, right? Yeah, that that would you could get Spectral Sleuth out of there with the use of that, and then add plus one hit towards dealing with the problem of the collapsing building. I okay, so could... that that one auto works, right? Because you you spend a token for it, so yeah. it can like automatically. Okay, so yeah, so I'm lifting the collapsing building enough to get Spectral Sleuth out of the collapsing building. Like like you stopping can also catch falling. Billy the kid in the air since it lets you catch up to th- do not, rearrange no, I've, things. I've got plans. Okay. Not to be one to point out the elephant in the room, but couldn't Spectral Sleuth just walk through the collapsing building? Yes. Oh. Well, okay. <laughs> Carry on. Crow was really worried. Okay. 
Um, and then, so it's, you, you don't want me to catch Billy the Kid? Because I just have, I have one point here that I could do something with. Uh, if you want, you could put me on top of the collapsing building. Why? He wants to be there, I guess. However, okay. no choice. You decide where things go. Whatever, no, his, his opinion doesn't matter for it. Sure, I guess. I'll, okay. I'll put you on the collapsing building if that's what you want. Um... So that's the thing. Okay, and then I've got I've got that adds one hit to whatever to your roll to with the collapsing building. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's say um, uh, expanding on that, I want to use my my psychic uh, aura. No, my what would you consider to be the difference between psychic aura and psychic energy? Um, I feel like psychic aura would be defensive stuff, and psychic energy defensive. would be offensive okay. stuff. All right. That's uh, my loose interpretation. So, like, holding say, up the building would require energy, but, you like, think so? okay. not would be the aura. Okay, yeah, so then let's do, uh, let's expend two psychic energy to, uh, actually start trying to not just hold the building together, but actually kind of, like, try to, like, reassemble it before it can get too, like, too destroyed. Yeah, like so it, like, like, re- like straighten like out this, the, the damaged support pillars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And such. Like, like if this was Jenga, I would be trying to catch all the pieces and stack them quickly back up where they were before they can hit the ground. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so that's that's two points towards that. Or sorry, two two uses of of uh, psychic energy using all to do of that. your psychic energy. Yeah, I mean this is pretty tough. This is a whole building, and then. Uh, I like to enhance my psychic energy from time to time with this strange alien artifact I found as an explorer. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it kind of amplifies like my uh, my abilities. So that's that's three three gear. Uh, would this be what kind of like role would this be? Um, I don't really because like, this is a psych- this is a very psychic thing, and I don't know. Like, what I feel it like we'll use your explorer role for your psychic stuff because that's your strong stat. All right. Okay. So that'd be a that'd be a D twelve plus three D eight. Gear is eight, right? Yeah. All right. And then so... any danger dice, which we've and already had danger. one for okay. fever. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So my I got my allergies. Um, I've got the fact that uh, I might I might put the pieces in the wrong place. That would just leave the building unstable, you know. Yeah. So that's a danger. Um, does anyone else want to give me a danger? Uh, you just teleported. Uh, Billy the Kid on top of a collapsing building? <laughs> That's not dangerous to me. I don't care. <laughs> As Billy the Kid was falling, they were like, please put me on the building. No, for no, some no. Reason. I got it. I got it. So oh, okay, okay. how it works is you mistook Billy the Kid for a piece of rubble and are putting him back in the building. All right. Sure. Yeah. Which so he might goes... not go in a good place. Yeah. Yeah. If this goes wrong, you know, I, uh, Billy the Kid... It's like a robot. It kind of looks like a piece of rubble from a distance. It's fine. So it puts us at what? Three danger, I think? I think three danger, yeah. Okay. Uh, that's good enough for me. Unless C12 you... Plus the... 3d8 plus 3d6 is pretty good. Yeah, I think I'm pretty good here. So... On a Roll plus one hit from plus 3d8 plus 3d6. Alright, so that's a uh, success, success. I got three successes, four failures, and a hit. An, an extra hit, so four successes, four dangers. Four dangers. Yeah. Okay. That's rough. Alright, I'm actually feeling like that wasn't actually a, a very major threat, because, um, so you actually mostly resolved that. 
However, okay. that took a lot out of you. Mentally. Yeah, does speaking. that knock me up for danger? Yeah, that'll knock you up for danger, which ties you with Spectral Sleuth for the lead. And okay. you take a stunned box. Because okay. of the mental backlash from how much effort that took. Now, what so, stun means is that the next time you make a roll, although I'm not sure it'll actually yeah, come it, up because this is the, the end of the scene. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the amount that I would need increases by one. Can yes, I do one thing? Four or less becomes danger. Can I do one thing before uh, before the end of the scene? Yes. Billy the Kid is now going to skateboard down the skyscraper. Excellent. It looks He's, really cool. I'm glad he's managed to escape from the city. <laughs> I want to I roll for. I want to roll for this. Crow decides to follow him. Uh, there's, there's currently no more danger, so there's nothing to roll. Sorry. Uh, I'm I'm in midair. There's a danger. Okay. I will take your hand, Billy the Kid. <laughs> okay, so I'm skateboarding down a building. There's traffic. Uh. Let's see. The plane is way too close. Uh, give me two more dangers. Gravity. Gravity. You're running around at the speed of sound? Running around at the speed of sound. Cool, I go up three danger. <laughs> and you don't break much. That said, you okay. do take another reduced hit. Radical. Now I'm stunned for some reason. I don't understand. No, reduced hit means you take the lowest open box. You just take another bash. Oh, cool. You are mobbed by adoring children who thought that was the coolest thing ever, and they just kind of push you a bunch. Yeah, and I'm A full hit marks you damage where your current danger is. A reduced hit marks your lowest open box. And as as the children slowly drag me down, I yell out, Don't do drugs, as I'm knocked unconscious. Okay, and that brings us to an interlude. You manage to stop the missiles, and we get a moment to catch a breather before we press onward. So how this works is... I, I do to... like that the rules mandate scenes where you just interact as characters. Yes. So first <laughs> things first, we all have a moment to breathe, and you all get to basically just catch up on what just happened and where we're going from here. Yeah, that was a lot of stuff. The big impressing threat, obviously, is that the Crimson Empire has launched missiles at Rocket City. And you need to figure out why. I thought it happened because we, by accident... Um, no, it, it happened because they anticipated oh. we tried to stop them from sabotaging... We need to figure out why they put missiles underneath our city. Well, the obvious reason is because they are enemies of Rocket City. But, you know, how did they get that there? Is a pretty big question. There's some mystery here. We have some stuff to do. And also, you guys need to figure out what you're doing next. It seems to me that whoever did this is probably back in that crimson who's he what's it place. We'll it's have to infiltrate. Uh, says the professor as he dusts off his coat. It's quite dusty. He really doesn't like that. Well, the basics of an interlude. I'll go over the mechanics quick. Um, everyone gets to refresh three of their pluses. So, unmark three of those things, whichever three you'd like. And then we will... And anyone who wants to can also reduce their danger level by five. This is optional. 
Can I increase my danger level by five? No. You have to leave it where it is. I see Livid Leslie has reduced her danger. Would anyone else like to? Yeah, I think I'm going to reduce mine. I'll reduce my danger. I barely have any to begin with. I'm going to keep it high. Okay. The professor's special ability is uh, being able to refresh an additional three. And... um, So you get all of yours back. So I get I, I used uh, four and I refreshed six. I can use those spare two to help other people refresh things. Oh man, I still have two things I need to refresh. Okay, you're you're full up. Bam. Cool. Okay. Wow. Neat. All right. And for everyone else, what three things are you refreshing? I'm refreshing everything I used. And it also I'm looks like the same thing for Chip. Spy drone. My, uh... Uh, my utility. Things. Yeah, okay, so I refresh everything. Yeah. yeah utility belt and your Eldritch Energy. Yep. Fine, fine, give me all the things here. Just, no, turn, quarter, turn, yes, there. There you go, there's your spy drone. Is anyone else in need of my assistance, or can we just get on with this? I think everyone refreshes all of their things, actually. Thanks yep, to your bonus. I only use three, so... Everyone else use three or two. Yeah. yeah. Neat. That worked we out really well. This. Fantastic. Fantastic. That's my line. Or it will be. Never mind. <laughs> uh, I can confirm, actually, that it won't be your line. I've, I've noticed that it's actually uh, it's actually a spectral sleuth who says that. <laughs> I'm sorry, you, you just wouldn't recognize me forward then. Back then isn't quite the right... Never mind. I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic! If you don't say it, you no, might no, just, you might try to hold it. What if I do the opposite of what you say I'm going to do? What if I'm just contrarian all the time? You don't well, control me. see that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you don't know how far in the future I'm seeing. Oh my god. It's going to eat at you this this like this thing that I've said is that you're going to do someday and you're just going to think about it forever and be like I'm not going to do that thing. And then really someday just to just to put it to rest you're going to do it. <laughs> and Crow will see and she'll be like, "Hi, I told you." So, uh, Ms. Simons, uh, would you, would your vision suggest, he, he says, sort of winking so the spectral sleuth can't see, that we stay far, far away from the Crimson Empire then, and that visiting there has nothing to do with our investigation? Uh, ask again later. <laughs> <laughs> To me, the most important thing seems to be that we find out how the Crimson Empire got into the city to begin with. Like, how they managed to smuggle themselves in to build this, or tunnel, or fly, or whatever wacky mode of transportation. Uh, To me, I think the most important thing is to keep children off of drugs. That is pretty important. I think we should abandon this plotline and just make this all about keeping children off of drugs. (laughs) The Grubmaster 9000 was programmed for one thing and one thing only. (laughs) I I guess it will be hard to smoke any doobies when all the children are dead from missile strikes, so... (laughs) 
<laughs> Success. <laughs> you are a downer. So how's this going, nerdos? Are we punching some Crimson Republic dweebs, or are we just going to sit here talking all day? I suppose the most actionable uh, suggestion was going back to the scene of the missile silos to try to trace their progress backwards from there. I predict that we're going to be. I predict that we're going to be here a while, having trouble deciding what's going to happen. <laughs> all right, Anybody else feel like we said. Anybody else feel like we've, like we've said, gone backwards? Because going before? backwards has worked out really well so far. I've been trying to <laughs> say <laughs> that. For like this seems to be going backwards. <sighs> you guys are terrible. See, that's the <laughs> only way that you can invalidate my power: go backwards instead of forwards. <laughs> hey, we all have to walk backwards now. <laughs> Oh no, it's impossible. Shit, I should have seen this coming. You don't have any legs. It's easier hey. for me, I can just float backwards. If your children aren't glowing, they're not really clean. Raid soap. <laughs> <laughs> now with extra radium. <laughs>